3: Money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money.
4: Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VCN.
5: Here we go. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Here on this uh, Veterans Day, Happy Veterans Day to uh, all of you who served. For this country, or you have family members who did that as well in previous years or are currently doing so, we have a Football Friday edition of the program coming up today in 90 minutes. Adam Chernoff, he has uh, a lot of action this week that he likes. We'll tell you, and he'll run down why he likes some of these numbers and games. Eric Wood, former NFL center, current Buffalo Bills radio analyst. We'll get into uh, how serious this Josh Allen injury potentially could be. And Chuck Edel, the man, the myth, the, the legend. 5-0 5-0 and last week in his contest plays, 3-0 on this show, and he's got a bunch of totals that he likes. Paul, as you like to call him, he's a sniper. He is an assassin with oh, the yeah. totals.
4: Yeah, you know what he's doing, too. You know what he's doing. Oh, he loves he, the totals. Yep. Yes.
5: Okay, so yeah. last night's game, intriguing to me, because not a lot happened, yet we had 40 combined points in the game. So it stayed under the pregame, but I, I was betting that game under, uh, in play, and I, I lost... Yep. And I'm just like, I don't see really much happening in this game. And nothing really did. And yet, that was a loser for me. The only props that went over, what, were Mariota passing because it was in the low 150s. He had 186 last night. Um, and, and Foreman, really, with the, with uh, on the ground. 31 for 130. He was really good again last night. But I, I will say this. If you thought last night's game was ugly, which it was, and neither one of those teams are very good, well, I mean,
4: somebody has to win this division by default. I would say the Buccaneers are a bit uglier so far this year. Right, right. Doors open now for Tampa. The big game coming up in Germany. They moved yeah. to 350 to win the division. That should have been a big night, and it wasn't. You're right. They uh, they got me good in play as well as that game exploded late. But, again, another divisional game stays under. It's over 75% this year. But I thought the play calling was atrocious by Atlanta. It didn't make any. Patterson, five carries. We can start with that. The other thing is... You know, it's a three-nothing game, and then they're pinned late in the second quarter. They're backed up at their own three. You have a backup running back. You go run, run. Okay, third and four. You run again, and then they punt. Mm-hmm. And that Mickey Mouse play to Chenault somehow works, and he houses it for 41 yards. And the guy for Atlanta just like gives up. Was was it like an innocuous block? Yeah. And he does one of these about, oh, I can't, I can't make the tackle. Well, and, and, then- and he houses it, and then. They, they, they get the ball back, and you have the stupid Marion interception. Terrible. And then school's Absolutely out. awful. A big lead at that point.
5: The, uh, well, then, how about that on that long run? And that qualified as a run, not a pass. Yeah. So that did not go on Walker's pass. He had 108 yards passing last night, stayed way under. You know to win the game by double digits. How about the two Falcons defenders just colliding with each other? Uh huh. It looked like uh, Renfro and Devonte Adams in the last play of that Raiders Chiefs game a couple of weeks back. Like, because Renfro had not practiced, and they ran into each other trying to go for the ball. Yeah. What? That's how you're gonna score the right. touchdown. But, I know yeah, I know you had a problem with the play calling on
4: the first couple drives well, when Atlanta it, was doing it. Every
5: mean. guys, yeah. I mean, it's run, run, run like every single time. Okay, it's first and ten. You're gonna get nothing or maybe even minus yards. Okay, so now it's They love to do that. You're in second and long. What are you gonna do again? Let's run again right into three defenders. And now let's we're gonna have Mariota go out there and run around and scramble and try to make a play in the air when it's third down and eleven. I mean, it was just my my Watching the game last night when they got down, and they're still running the ball. like in, Again, the biggest problem here is they in recent drafts, they have selected Kyle Pitts and Drake London in the top eight of back-to-back drafts. And here it's like a boxing match. And eventually, you know, you're down on the rounds. It's like 6 nothing on the scorecards and 7 nothing. Then eventually there's one round to go. You're down, and you're still throwing jabs. <laughs> you guys, you yeah. got to throw a haymaker once in a while, yep, or try yep.
4: to at least. Yeah, well said. Yep. And I don't know where you – you're still four and six, and you have some winnable games coming up. But with that performance and, and then just the, the ridiculous play calling, bad job all the way around. Sock, sack prop goes over two. It exploded late. They sacked Mariota five times. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that that was uh, rough. But it got off to the slow start, the first quarter under. No score first five and a half, six and a half, seven and a half minutes. But you got to give Carolina full marks too. Where is this – Foreman again a beast. As he goes for 130, and they had 230 rushing yards. Yeah. So this has been a great turnaround by Carolina since they whacked Rule and the success they've had on the ground. And even though it hasn't been extraordinary, uh, I would just say average quarterback play, they're winning a couple games. So if they didn't, and I don't
5: want to say that they blew the game in Atlanta a couple of weeks back, because let's be realistic here. I mean, that was a Hail Mary that they converted. But if they you know, made the extra point or the field goal, they win the game. Maybe sitting at four and six. If the Buccaneers lose this week, the Panthers would, would be in first place. That's <laughs> I mean, just bonkers to me. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, have you, <laughs> at
4: what point do you consider Ritter?
5: Oh, you have to. You think and so? I, t- I tweeted that out last night. I would just rather say, but yeah. my, my, my one concern is, are you going to let him go out there and rip it up? Well, that's true. Or, or is it going to just be right. the same thing? Right. Can, can we possibly see what Ritter has to show? If you're not going to let Mariota do it, maybe they won't let him. But let's try, try something different here. And here is their head coach, Arthur Smith. He was asked about that after the game.
4: So just to be clear, do you anticipate Marcus being like look, Guys, you can make it about the quarterback. How about about the team? So we, we had an opportunity at the end of the fourth quarter of the
5: last two weeks and uh, a lot of different ways and a lot of different phases, Mike. We're, we got to get better. And I'm uh, thankful that we got an opportunity to come back and do that with seven
4: games lost. Well, you, you, the, the, you have to do a better job with the play calling too. Yeah. But uh, the quarterback play has to improve as well. Because remember what happened last week. you, you, you got to win that game. You hold the Chargers in check. A beat-up Charger team. Oh, yeah. You only scored 17 points. You should have won that game, too. Mm-hmm. So now it's starting to get away from you. And now we'll see what happens with Atlanta. It's, it's a great story. But now, you, if, especially if Tampa can win in Germany, then uh, it appears this has been a fun story. But that's it. I need to have my head examined. Because on yeah.
5: Wednesdays, we always go over the look-ahead lines for the next week in the NFL. And I can recall on the show that we did this week, I'm like, wait, there's, we have a lot of intriguing games that look pretty good as of right now with the numbers. I, I the Falcons were laying five to the Bears in the look ahead. I remember we talked about the over because in the dome you would think again the Bears offense right now clicking, the defense, not so much. They've been terrible the last two weeks, but they were the I, I don't the Falcons were laying five to the Bears. There's no way they're going to be five when that number reopens today.
4: Yeah. No, oh. that'll be three. Well, unless golf goes off or something crazy happens, right? The other thing, boy, Al Michaels. I mean, he – and what did I get into? Well, he cannot catch a break with these Thursday night games, right? Oh. Everyone just lining up, taking shots at the product on Thursday night and Amazon spending all that money. Maybe it gets better next week with Tennessee and Green Bay. There are some good games still remaining on the schedule. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Jet Jaguar later in the year, which couldn't be that bad. But it's uh, – Michaels can't catch a break. And, he, and, you, and you know, he know what? He cannot develop a rapport with Street.
5: No, and they're starting to – I mean, I'm starting to see a lot of feedback on that, by the way. Like, yeah, the chemistry's yeah. just not there. Yeah. But also, Michaels, at this point in his career, I mean, he doesn't care what he says either. Oh, no. Yeah. So I find that to be a little refreshing. Yes. But no as filter I, on Al. Yeah, as I tweeted out last night, yeah. though, for the, he's a national treasure. Yes. And for the sake of Al Michaels, we should probably move to a Monday night doubleheader and get rid of the Thursday night games. To me, perfect world, that's what we would do. Yeah. Other big news in the NFL from yesterday, no practice for Matthew Stafford. So that number has been down to one and a half now. I think that means that he's going to be out. So he doesn't go until the into the concussion, uh, concussion protocol until Wednesday. But now back to back days of practice where he's I, that's not a good sign.
4: Right. And yeah, well, I'm with you. Huge game though too. I mean, you got to go with Wolford now if it can't if he, Stafford can't go and they've beat Arizona 11 of 12. Right. I mean, and Murray's banged up too. He is. So it could be McCoy. Uh, I expect Murray to play, but there's still a chance there, and this is, I mean, if they can't win this season on the line for both teams here, the champs I actually, could be 3-6. and six?
5: Can I suggest that at this stage of the game for the Cardinals, McCoy would be an upgrade? Mm. Or is that—is that too big of an overreaction to how Kyler Murray has played? Well, I don't
4: think he'll turn the ball over, but thats uh, it's been a different offense since Hopkins has been back. And, so, I think it's a lot of it's, uh, coaching, and uh, Murray and, and Cliff can't get on the same page.
5: I would agree. If, yeah. But if Murray does ghost and Stafford doesn't, do you have interest in taking the Cardinals plus one and a half?
4: No, I can't do it. McVay owns this guy. Man, I m- he- remember he beat him with – it was Walford filling in for Goff. That's right. When they beat him in a CFL kit. Yeah, that's right. It, to go, yeah, big game there. Yep, I uh, can't – That was a huge game.
5: So I was going back and forth on this game all day yesterday, and I'm just like, I no matter what I do, I my the same conclusion popped up, and it was like, I have to avoid this game. Just got to do it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Other news, Ryan Tannehill, a full participant for the Titans. Now, that total got down to 36 – uh, that's back up to 37-and-a-half now. And based on, you know, we talked to Paul Charchian yesterday, our uh, weekly Thursday guest, Fantasy Football Hall of Famer. He had a really good breakdown on why he thinks Russell Wilson's going to have a good game against this Titan secondary, and it made a lot of sense. And now you plug in a quarterback who's actually competent, and they allow him to throw the ball occasionally. You know, uh, I'm not surprised that we got a little
4: uptick there with the total. There I think it should be some interesting uh, quotes Coming out of that one, I think Chernoff will be involved in that game. Yep. Uh, and then the Raiders, my God. Renfro and, and Waller now. IR. Waller just, uh, what a disaster for this guy. Can't stay healthy. He's out. And they say, okay, IR now. So this is, now they're talking tanking with the Raiders. The Raider fans are ticked off. My God, it's a mash unit here going against the Colts. Wow. What a fascinating handicap in one of the late games. And uh, that six is now gone.
5: I'm not surprised by that, that people are actually going with the Colts just because now it's going to be. I mean, for the Raiders, to be honest here, it's it's Josh Jacobs, it's Devontae Adams, and who? Carr likes to throw to Mac Hollins
4: once in a while, mm-hmm. but that's who they're trotting out there on offense this week. Well, are the Colts going to score, though? What they, I mean, what does this Colts offense look like? Right. That's the thing. With the, Who is it now? The Frazier guy, whoever's calling plays. Parks Frazier. Whatever
5: can they run the ball? The Raiders of Taylor's back and good to go. The the offensive not the line, way the
4: offensive line's playing. They've been a no disaster.
5: Way. No way. I Think the way to go here is uh. Well, look at that now. The move on the total two down to forty and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mike Palm, I think mentioned that on the show on Wednesday. He's like, how, where are the points coming from in this game?
4: Right, I'm with you. And eight and one under run this year for the Colts. Yep. yep,
5: I'm I'm with you. And Josh Allen did not practice again yesterday, so that number remains yeah. three and a half. All right, fall sports in full swing. BetRivers Online Sportsbook is your home for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. And whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, BetRivers has you covered. You can join them every week for new promotions like Tuesday, hockey first goal insurance, Friday night, college football bet and get, Sunday, football parlay insurance, and more. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today. It's a whole new game. Paulie runs down last night's betting action with win-lose next.
4: Win Some, Lose Some presented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Bacardi Spiced Rum blended with natural flavors and spices for a bold yet smooth taste. Please drink responsibly. Were
2: you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they?
1: Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Winsome,
4: Lose Some. Not an exciting game, but you're always in action and good fun with the props. Chenault, first touchdown, 25-1. to Panthers score first and win, plus 230. Panthers halftime full time at Bet Rivers 2 1. Panthers to win between 7 and 12 points 6 1. Missed extra point plus 230. How about two of them? Blazers money line plus 350. What well, with no Lillard, four point move on the Pelicans, Portland wins again. Yeah, got him outright. That moved all the way
5: up to 10. Last night for the Pelicans?
4: Yeah, they were around, what are they, a game under five hundred now? They have,
5: to, they have to do a better job. That's that was a surprising. Yeah, that was a back-to-back spot, by the way. They played on the uh.
4: road the night before, and it was a, down to the wire against the Bulls. Yep. Southern Illinois, plus two fifty. one at Stillwater. Salukis win. Favorites in hockey, 9-1 and last night. And Vegas wins again. Eichel goes crazy against Buffalo. Good angle there. Yep. Goal in the first 10, Ottawa, 9-0 and run. And Omaha... Nebraska under 154 and a half down to 150. That was 75 to 61. Subscribe, be part of the team. v Pro, our radio and podcast friends. Always a good mix with the videos, and you want to see these? Look at this with a dog. Oh, no! Jumping up the little guy. The puppy jumps on on the dog and right on the head. Come on now. Just hanging out. He's playing with his toys, right? Dog off the snook again, off the top rope. I'm going to go Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh, I like that. Better reference. Sure. That's not right. Coming up. Serious hang time. All right. Is this Carl now? The next one? Yeah. Here's this Carl with the Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Wants to play with. Get out of (laughs) here. Carl's had enough with the left jab. Carl says, get out of my face. He's laying down, hanging out on his bed. Not today. And he gets up, and I don't want any part of this. Stop bothering me, dude. That's right. That's right. How about a Cub video? Right? I know you like this. Look at that. Look at oh, the, this is the, the bear and the, the, the cub with the snow trying to catch the snowflakes. Sure. Right? We've all been there, right? Just hanging out in the driveway, yeah. right? Give me those. <laughs> There's another one, too. He's walking around. Look at that. Where I'm... is this? Just hanging out in someone's driveway? Sure, of course. Wow. Caught on ring? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Here you go. I'm hungry. Give me those snowflakes. That's right. Yeah. Never seen the snow before. He's yeah. loving it. Let, this is nuts. How about the underwater hotel, Maldives? Look at this, look at the gal looking. There's the bathroom, right? And then there's the bedroom. Underwater hotel, kids loving it. Hey, you see the fish swimming around and everything. I mean, this is, and then there's what it looks like from up top though. And this view will take your breath away. I mean, look, oh, come on. Look at that setup. It's a pretty decent uh, spot. God, I know there was some internet conjecture, maybe about 20,000, 50,000 a night. Well, I'm know. sure but it was, is, yeah. Look, you got your own pool. Look at that view, it's ridiculous. But then the underwater hotel where you see what the room is like. Could you dude? actually stay there? Come on. No, wouldn't I wouldn't no. there. I would not. Could you walk down there? Yeah, Check yeah it out. That, I could do okay. that. Right. I'd I'd stay up top where it's beautiful. I wouldn't yeah. go downstairs and mess up. Too freaky. Lose some Cal Poly. San Francisco over 140. Up to 145.5. 60 to 48. Pelicans 6.5 up to 10. They lose outright. Heat Hornets under. 217 down to 212. 117 to 112 in overtime. Oh, one lose some. Kevin sent this in. He's right. We've t- discussed this before. It's happened to me. It bothers me. What happened to the wave? When you, when someone lets you merge or you let someone in? I haven't seen it in ages. Am I the last man standing with this? Am I the weirdo? Kevin checking in. Thanks. No, it, I think it's gone away. It, it's, hey, you let someone in. Come on. You need to acknowledge
5: that. Absolutely. Of course you do. Yes. No, that, that should still be standard practice, but I think he's right.
4: I think people are getting away from it. And they do not acknowledge anymore. And I don't care for it. And you are you, absolutely. I'm not happy about it either. And I'm not happy. And I know you've had several problems holding the door open for people not getting the thank you. Oh, I, I will call those people out, and I have before. That's out of control. They deserve it. They that deserve to be really yelled good.
5: at. I don't care how many people are around watching, you need yeah. to yell at those people. And I'll give
4: you another one because I stayed here. I stayed across the street last night. To me it's the best bargain in town, the suite at the Golden Gate. I got a blackjack tournament this weekend. I'm ready to go. But this you, you, you gotta give you gotta give me room when the door opens, the elevator door opens. You can't bum rush me again. It keeps happening. When people so people when you're are... trying to get on the elevator, you have to understand that you let the people get off first. Of course. I mean, this is out of control. There, there pay is attention. It. It's out of control. It's, what's is, going this on? This is simple math, right? Yes. I the mean, people it... are trying to come oh. right in. It's like no, no, no. I gotta come out first when the door opens.
5: Oh, I got news for you. If you think of it's bad at a downtown property, go on the script sometime. And it happens there. There could be eight people waiting outside the elevator.
4: Four of them are going to try to get in. There's six people in here, folks. We got to get out. Absolutely. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bacardi. With a Bacardi at Spiced Rum. Please drink responsibly. Lose some, we lost Fred Hickman. He was 66 years old. I loved Fred Hickman and Nick Charles on CNN. Oh, they were so good. And we come from a different time. We're in uh, our mid to late 40s. I mean, you couldn't get a score to save your life when we were in junior high. You had to go on CNN every, what, 20 and 50 past the hour with Vanner Wright CNN, and Jerome Jarenovich. Yep. You didn't have internet. You didn't have your phones. You didn't have, I mean, the ESPN bottom line wasn't even around when we were growing up. It was an act of God to get a score. And Dave Malinsky, may rest in peace, had a great breakdown about the score phone. Score phone, you yeah. You had to call up and get the scores, what it was like. But they they were fantastic, and they were uh, absolutely top five sports anchors and a great du- duo. They had great chemistry. Oh. They were phenomenal. I loved watching them on CNN. I know Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann were big with the Big Show, George Michael's Sports Machine. Oh yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that debuted in '84. He was great. I yep. mean, you didn't have stuff like that. I guess Cosell started it all. It was a big news Monday Night Football. You would he would do the right. do the highlights. But uh, yeah, I, I, I will say it's not a. I don't have a long list of because oh, it, the we, best sportscasters. Yeah, because okay. we got too much away from it. it's like making it about yourself. And doing these catchphrases and all this other stuff. Give right. me some good highlights and talk about the highlights and let's go. Well, the, did, did you like Kilborn? Love Kilborn. I thought he was tremendous. Very good. Yep, so good go- writing.
5: Um, was it I, Brett I, Huber I, he was with? I, uh, yeah, I think you're right with they, that. They had yeah. good chemistry, wow, good, too. Good recall there. Yeah. I thought, first of all, Hickman, 66, way too young. And Nick Charles, same right. thing. He died many years ago, yet, way yet. too young. And from all right. accounts... Both guys, just the salt of the earth, and uh, I think Nick terrific, had cancer. I think he did. Yeah, yeah okay. terrific human beings, from what I understand, okay. and it makes sense. I'm with you on that. I I, I can't even tell you, Paulie, growing up, how many t- how many shows I watched of uh, Nick and Fred on CNN, and how many times I would watch SportsCenter with uh, you know Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann. Those two were uh, they're they thought Patrick and Olbermann are thought of as the best tag team ever, but I think Hickman and Charles are right there with them. Um, And you're right. I mean, not until that bottom line at 28 and 58 past the hour came across. Yeah. I mean, if you, we, there's a bunch of young people who work behind the glass here. They're probably not going to get any of this that we're talking about right now. Um, And so that goes for some of the audience as well. The 10 minute ticker on NBC during the NFL on Sundays, a lifesaver. And people are like, if you don't know what that is, you just, you had to live through it. Because until the 10 minute, minute ticker came across, you had no idea what was happening in other games.
4: Great article. Great article done uh, last year on when Fox bought the rights. They like the guys like you have to put the score on the screen. I mean, people coming in, they they're, they're, they don't know what's going on. What, right? What's going on in the game? Sure. And and the thinking was, no, can't do that. Yeah. But what if it's a blowout? People won't watch. He's like, the guy had a soccer background. He's got to put the score on a game. You have to
5: go back and watch like an old I mean, classic game from yeah. the '90s, and the score wasn't on the screen. You're like, uh-huh. wait a second here. What what age do we live in right now? Rich but,
4: Eisen, very good doing highlights. Yeah, yeah. uh Berman. Although Berman just got, you know, carried away with, you know, and the nicknames and all the other stuff. But, I was uh, like Linda Cohen. I thought she was really yes, good. But Berman's very good doing, uh, was great doing primetime with
5: with Tommy. Yeah. But, this is, uh, I mean, to that point, SportsCenter was not on, you know, 12 hours in a row. Oh, right. It, they would have it on maybe like in a half-hour block. That was it. Uh, or an hour block at night. And then in the morning before school – it was either like seven, seven thirty. Well, I gotta watch as much Sports Center as possible. I needed to see what happened like last night. West, you know, Coast, West Coast Baseball, absolutely. Did Griffey go yard again last night? I, I need to know that information. And then, like during study hall, uh, whatever hour I had it in, I would go get the USA Today paper every single day and read the sports section from cover to cover. And that's how that—that's what I would do. Well, I have an English paper coming up in forty-five yeah. minutes. I don't care. Yeah. I'll get a C minus
4: on that and yeah. I'll skate by. Fine. Kilborn and Brett Haber. That was the lineup. Yeah. Got feedback on that. Okay. They were good. They were good. Totally different day and age, though. Oh, yes. I mean, the when
5: we did this before, early years of v the feedback that we got from the East Coast, specifically, like on that old score phone, from people who would recall how big the bill was yes, from calling it so many times. My mom would. <laughs> because mom, they had mom, bets mom, in? Mom, yeah.
4: yeah. Mom or dad, like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Man, I, need, I need the Dodgers score. What? What do you want from me? Wait, our bill's uh, $316 this month? <laughs> malinsky has got the best stories. Oh, the game was over for half an hour, but they keep you you know, keep you know—keep waiting. It's still bottom of the eighth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Game's been over for 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> got to keep the phone calls coming in. Yeah.
5: It. Also, uh, uh, Vince Cellini on CNN. Oh, yeah, Vince. Was very good. All right, yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Uh, FTM at com is the email here. If you uh, can recall those days of what it was like, FTM at com. how you used to take in sports info and get your scores. And also we're on Twitter at Beeson live at Mitch Moss radio at Paulie Howard up next. We will start to hit the Sunday card in the national football league. And I cannot believe I'm saying this, but they have the better coach and here. I say the better quarterback right now. Oh, they're also 11 and 0 straight up and nine and two ATS in this spot since 2011. We'll tell you which team and how it qualifies for those numbers coming up here. And Follow the Money, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: This is Follow the Money on VSIN. college well, basketball started now's the time to get your copy of your annual betting guide over 400 pages biggest betting guide ever with odds trends power ratings and analysis on every team i hear you, you know, there's a fire drill team of experts including hoops peterson matt humans provide their predictions for win totals futures conference champs tournament teams breakdown of all 60 coaching changes the only way to get the guides become a visa pro subscriber 99 sign up today Beeson.com slash subscribe. All right, knock it off.
5: All right, on to the Sunday slate in the NFL, the early game that begins in Germany. The Buccaneers favored by about two and a half in the contest against Seattle. Big one. Uh, Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The Seahawks 6-3, and shocking the entire world so far, and uh, they're on a four-game winning streak, and the Buccaneers have had their struggles for sure. I said this before the break. They certainly have the better coach in Pete Carroll. They also have the better quarterback right now in Geno Smith. Mm. And uh, the odds on that actually being a factual comment before the season started, I don't know, 5 million to one?
4: <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know what, it yeah. I don't know yeah. what the number would have yeah. been. But. How, about, how about four wins in a row, all by double digits? Yep. It's crazy what's going on. Number one in completion percentage. He's third in passer rating. I mean, if they win win this game, I mean, you're, you're really a, a good sized favorite to make the playoffs. Tampa's on a 06 and 1 ATS run. But the emergence here of Walker, another great story, where he's number one in rushing touchdowns since week five, and he's the first rookie since 1998. Teams won his first four starts, and he's had a touchdown. I mean, he's been a beast back there for him. Yep, yep.
5: So the question is here, are they going to be able to run on Tampa Bay's defense? Um, mm-hmm. So from week six until right now, this is that winning streak for the Seahawks. Their overall numbers on offense are pretty good, uh, specifically like the some of the passing stuff. But they're fourth overall in points per game. Running the ball, they're actually kind of middle of the pack. But it's the Buccaneers again. Over the last you know four or five weeks, they have been middle to the pa- middle of the pack or below in a lot of these um, metrics. The key here is that the Seahawks defense has really flipped it around again during this four-game winning streak. They are number two. This is defense now talking, not offense. Defense. They're number two overall in the league, total EPA per play. They're number five against the pass, number one against the rush, and the Buccaneers, oh, yeah, they are dead last, and we all know that. They have the As of right now, they have the worst rushing offense in the history of the league, and they're going against this team on defense now that has been really, really good. Now, I get it. They've taken on the Cardinals, the Chargers, the Giants, and the Cardinals again. That's okay. But, oh,
4: they were historically
5: bad. Yeah, so that's, that's exactly right. That's right, yeah. So you have that going. Top five and sacks, too. Yep. And let me throw this at you. Mm. Now, this was almost all with Russell Wilson as the quarterback. But pre-bye week games for the Seahawks, they are the absolute number one best team in the league going back the last 10 or 11 years. And they have their buy next week. Obviously, that's why I'm bringing this up. They are 11-0 and straight up, 9-2 and ATS since 2011. Can you believe that? No. No. They have also won their last six pre bye week games away from home and also going five and one ATS. That's remarkable. Yeah. So they over the years again they, they know the bye week is coming. They want to bring their A game the week before. They want to, you know, go into that bye week feeling good about themselves and uh on a high note. And uh Pete Carroll has been great in this spot as the head coach.
4: Very manageable schedule too after the bye with the Raiders, Rams, you know. Uh, the 49er game's on a Thursday night, but you get Carolina at home, so uh they should be good to get to 10 wins, especially yeah. if they get this win. So You mentioned, you mentioned the rushing attack, or lack thereof. Yeah. It's historically bad, as you outlined. But 75 rushing yards or fewer, eight games in a row for Ooh. Tampa. Second longest streak in the Super Bowl era. My God. Ooh. Also, no takeaways the last five games. So, you know, Geno's not turning it over, although the pick six was unfortunate. But Geno taking care of the ball, and – uh Comeback player of the year favorite. And it's just, you, you can't, you got to be kidding me with this total. And I'll own it if I'm wrong, but you, uh, you put up a 46.5, a 45 in a Tampa game? Yep. With the way they're looking offensively? So, great matchup, huge matchup. But as you said earlier, with the Atlanta loss, doors open for Tampa here. And now a big, good size favorite to win the South. Uh,
5: I definitely like the Seahawks, like on a teaser play this week. Uh, I'm a little yeah. bit maybe concerned about taking the 2.5. I think this is going to be a pros versus Joes game. That's my, that's my thought on it. I think public on Seattle a thousand percent, Okay, because it doesn't matter what show I've tuned into. I'm talking about off of V this week, listening to other stuff to get a feel for what people are talking about. Every single person has said, how are the Buccaneers favored? And I'm not, I'm talking, right. I'm
4: just like, Oh boy, well, it's, it's one right after another. You think they want to back someone that's on an 0 six and one ATS run? And they got the lucky push last week. I mean, the yeah. Rams should have won that game. They should have,
5: yes. And 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 the Seahawks were in complete control again last week as a dog yeah. on the road against the Cardinals. So maybe maybe the wrong team is favored here. But I don't know. I don't know if I can get myself to take the Seahawks in the contest or not, plus
4: 2.5. Good watch, though. Okay. Good way to start the day.
5: Yeah. Vikings against the Bills. Bills are down to 3.5. Mm -hmm. Again, your uh, updated injury report here for the Bills. Uh, Josh Allen, questionable. On the defensive side of the ball, Rousseau. Edmonds, questionable. Poyer, questionable. And uh, the key there, their linebacker, Milano, is um, he's not on the injury list as of right now. He missed the game last week, and he means a ton to that defense. I'm, um, I'm not even pondering a play on the Vikings. It's Bills or pass for me here in this game. Okay, yeah. Because I think the team overall is still... I want to know what's going to happen if these guys are going to play on the defensive side of the ball that I just ran down. If they do, well, it's
4: going to be a heavy consideration for me in a contest with the Bills minus three minus three and a half. I trust Keenum, right? The defense has been nasty, you're right. Doesn't get enough attention, even with all these injuries. Seven and one to the under on the season. Buffalo's allowed 21 points or fewer, 12 in a row in the regular season. It's the second longest in 15 years. Think about that. They're allowing 4.6... Points per game in the second half this year, Yep, what they're doing. So I think they'll be able to contain Cousins and uh, uh, force some turnovers. And remember, Minnesota, this is nuts what's going on. They've won six in a row all by one score. It's the second longest in history. In history. Chiefs had it a couple years ago. Remember, seven in a row? Oh, that's right. They that's kept right. doing that, so that's the record. But Minnesota, you know, finding ways to win, which couldn't happen last year, and finding ways to lose. But it's 17-7 late against Washington. They had the nice drive to start, and then that was it. You can't even compare Washington de- defense to Buffalo's defense. So, I, uh, I with the weapons around him and who they have, and the coaching staff—if it's Keenum, I think I think he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah and so sometimes you get that shot in the arm, and you rally around the backup quarterback yep. too. Yep, I'm with you on that. Now,
5: uh, another game that I'm considering is the Bears minus two and a half at home to the Lions, and I will I, I will throw this out there. The Lions so far on the year, guess how many like true road games they have played uh, like outside. That number is one because when you look at their road games, they played at Minnesota, they played at Dallas so far, okay. and the only other game is at New England. So a true like outdoor road game, that final score was New England twenty nine and the Lions nothing. That's it. This is the the whole thing about Jared Goff on the road. You can't trust him as far as you can throw him. Yeah. At home, fine. You can put up some decent numbers, and they beat the Packers last week. Uh, I know the Bears' defense is terrible, but I don't. I don't trust that guy at all—not for a second. It's supposed to be cold again this week.
4: Yeah, and that's um, the golf checklist. Yeah, they right. lost seven of eight to Chicago, right? They, they, they're horrible against the run. Now you got Fields and this great rushing attack with Chicago—31 a game the last three. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yeah.
5: that, let's not uh, fool around here. The Lions were fortunate right. to win that that's game right. last week. Did you see the yards? Oh, the, absolutely. The Packers were—they were living inside the five-yard line. Yeah, yeah. And Rodgers happened to play his worst game as a pro. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and one more game here in this segment. The Broncos are playing the Titans. I will give you this from uh, vcin.com. You can, Steve Mackin with great numbers. If you play the over on the total in games involving posted totals of uh, 40 or below with teams coming out of their bye week, that's 24 and 12 with one push since 2010. 67%. And uh, you actually have two games that qualify this week, one of which is uh, Denver and Tennessee. And we saw that dip all the way down to
4: 36. And if you're watching the show right now, you see the total is sitting at 38. Well, I like what you said earlier, though. We can tie it into the Kansas City game. But this is the defense on the field for so long. So many plays and time of possession in the Sunday night game. And we'll see you know if they run out of gas in this one because Tennessee's at home. But Denver's off the bye as well. And then if you get Tannehill back, that's a huge boost considering you're throwing for 50 yards with Willis. But, you know, it's just going to be a big dose of Henry. And you can run on – it's very good defense, but you can run on Denver. Mm-hmm. So five in a row, I think, with 100 yards with Henry – and then we'll see what this this Denver offense looks like. Yeah, they, you know, Denver, three wins, all all comebacks, all, all second-half comebacks, what they had to do as well. So very disappointing, obviously, with the with oh, the yeah. offense and, and how bad Wilson's been. But you just wore this war of attrition here, and just so many plays and so many you're on the field for so damn long in the Sunday night game if it has a carryover effect against a team that's fresh off the bye. Sure. Now, this one is uh, completely
5: random, in, in my opinion, because they've had so much uh, turnover at head coach and quarterback play over the last 20 years. But the Broncos are actually 17-6 and six straight up and 18-5 and five ATS post-buy since 2000. I don't, I don't think that really plays into this at all. Andy Reid, that plays into it because he's okay. so good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But uh, for the Broncos, it's been so much, like I talked about there, with different coaches and quarterbacks. Up next, updated odds for the next head coach fired. Do we get a third one in season? It's a tight race. Uh, for that third potential dude to get whacked during the season, we'll tell you who the new favorite is and a couple of guys on his heels here on Follow the Money Visa and the sports betting network.
3: I bet you're smart.
0: Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports.
2: Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story
0: with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow.
2: Getting ready to take on spring?
4: is follow the money on vcin kickoff football season bet rivers online sports book all season long bet Rivers your go-to book all football related content check out betrivers.com or download the app latest odds promotions player props and more great house specials cheer on your favorite teams and favorite players with bet river's it's a whole new game. Vikings, by the way, have only beat one team this year with a winning record. That sounds about right. That's Miami and it was Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. And not they, Tua.
5: They've had plenty of breaks. Uh, feedback that we're getting, uh, we brought this up uh, earlier in the show. Fred Hickman passed away yesterday at the age of 66. Sad news. One of our favorite sports casters of all time. And when we were younger, growing up, watching that show on CNN with Fred and Nick Charles, I mean, they were fantastic. But getting scores back in the day, it's nothing like today, obviously. And People who are of uh, our age, they can relate. This is from uh, Trip, As a teenager, he had to call the local newspaper scores hotline. It was a recording during the week, but on Saturday, you get a live person on the phone from the sports news desk. <laughs> you could ask for specific college football scores. Wow. Yeah, this is from um, RVD74, taking me all the way back. Had to pe- this oh, I can recall this, dude. Had to piece together my fantasy score that Sunday night while waiting for the USA Today in, in the morning for box scores. You had to do that all by... Yeah. Yeah. by pen and paper yep. Yep. to put together fantasy scores back in the 90s and then
4: early 2000s. This is a hilarious from Jason. The first time I looked at a box score on the internet, I'm like, wait a second, yeah. what is this? It's yeah. updated? Yeah. I know it's actually going on? Yeah. And the, like, the are Cubs, we sure? The Cubs are playing the Giants in San Francisco? Can like, I trust this? <laughs> yeah, I this technology is amazing.
5: <laughs> uh, this is from Jason. This is... Uh, so good. I would have to yell into the phone, college football, Virginia. Meanwhile, my friends would be in the background yelling, baseball or Appalachian State. So I'd have to start all over again. Oh, man. And uh, We had to go through. This yeah. is from John. Uh, he said, uh, my tease going into the break about the better coach and better quarterback. I would have laid money. You were talking about the Cowboys. Yeah. Ooh, I was talking about the Seahawks, but I told him on Twitter, uh, maybe I'll bring it back and tease it again. When we talk cowboys no and Packers? oh yeah, no kidding, that's right. Okay, so updated odds, Paulie. You can find this globally speaking for the next head coach fired. Are we going to get three in season?
4: I think we're good now. <clears throat> we're almost to December. I think uh... oh, we're almost to December. It's like early yeah. November still. <laughs> feels like December. <laughs> it feels like <laughs> December to you, I huh? Got that right. Okay. You think? <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. We only got a, well, a couple games left in November, yeah. but this is. You, I think Kingsbury's going to make it. Although, if he loses against Walford Sunday, it, won't, uh, it appears Hackett will be safe, even though it's been a disaster in Denver, likewise here in Las Vegas. But this is, I mean, come on. If they lose to the Colts, I don't care who's out with the Saturday business and no experience and who's calling the plays. and all, I mean, oh, God. First-year coach, does he get the X?
5: He's about plus 650. McDaniels, yeah. Yeah, Hackett's four to one. Kingsbury
4: is plus one ten. That's the same cast of characters, but I
0: it is. is,
5: But I I would say, and and two of them are first year coaches, so that's a tricky part. But if the if the Cardinals continue to look like a disaster, that could very easily happen in the season.
4: Yeah, you also can blame Kingsbury if you don't see any improvement out of Murray and the offense too. Yeah, because he just gave him all that money, so he'd be the fall guy as well. Yep, I know that you have bet
5: this prop in previous years. That is Aaron Rodgers, how many INTs he's going to have on the year. Right now, the updated number is 12. That's the prop. Will he have over or under 12 INTs on the year? Um, he has seven already this year. The most INTs he's ever thrown
4: for in his career, his first year as a starter, when he had 13. No, it's been ugly. He is, he's he had a horrible season. They're 27th in scoring. They're minus five in the turnover margin. Uh, you know The three red zone interceptions last week. You know Blaming the wide receivers, all this other business. Play better. Come on. It's uh, it's been a horrible year for Rodgers. Yeah, it has been. And that that's a big game, and you would expect you would expect Dallas, fresh off the bite, to, to take them out. Even though Green Bay has owned them going back here, eight and one last nine meetings. But uh, okay,
5: so dare I? Uh, I don't know if I can get there with that. But is McCarthy better than Lafleur?
4: Oh, Mike's done a nice job this year. He has yeah, yeah. Uh, my head's getting defense is awesome though. Defense, I mean, that, that's is amazing. the other thing. They've but done a that's, really a, good yeah. that's also on Mike not going to Jerry. I know he calls the shots, but you have to get Pollard more carries and more touches to. with this lo- this ridiculous uh, infatuation with, with Zeke Elliott. Yeah, Come on. I know. I agree. I don't want to put my head into
5: uh, that big of a pretzel this morning contemplating who's a better coach, McCarthy or Lafleur. Yeah. Um, I want to bounce it off the walls here pretty soon if we get into that conversation. What do you have for highest scoring game, team, et cetera, for this week? I, I always like talking about this because you can find oh, long shots every week
4: that yeah. come in. Oh, game, game! The 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 favorites, KC and Jacksonville, but I'm looking at Cleveland and Miami at six to one. I mean that that's again Miami's been appointment television here with this, and Cleveland can't stop anybody. They're often again it's a, a completely backwards what we thought in August about. Oh no, they don't have Watson. Brissette's going to be a game manager. They've been great on offense. Yeah, can't stop anything. So they're off the bye now. Taking on Miami and a big opportunity here from Miami going into the bye. Because you win this, then you get Houston, and you figure to be eight and three. But then also Hill at one prop plus one seventy-five to break the record, of Megatron, and get to two thousand uh, receiving yards. He's got eleven hundred already. Oh, I like that and what he's done. So yeah, plus one seventy-five. Uh, but that figures to be uh, my pick at six to one for highest scoring game. Lions Bears now weather. Uh, Lions haven't done much on offense lately going back. Chargers 49ers, 8 1. Vikings, Bills, plus 850. Seattle, Tampa, 10 1. No, don't want that. Definitely don't want Arizona and the Rams 12 to 1. No. Dallas, Green Bay, no. Colts, Raiders, absolutely not. So you I mean with buys and this is uh kind of tricky here. Uh Texan game. That's another one. Where the who's scoring in that game? A forty in that game? That's 22 to 1 and then uh with the low total 36 and a half 37 yeah. Denver and Tennessee the uh News longest shot I, on the board but yeah, I, I don't see the Texans doing much on offense against the no, Niners defense. No, I'd have to go Cleveland Miami. Um, I'd, I'd uh, like that pick. I mean that's uh the other one. I don't think the Chargers move the ball against San Francisco. Oh no, that, that's the game I was going to bring up. How many actually. guys out. It's full, but here's the thing. Um
5: Niners off the bye week. Their last game they were sensational. They figured it out already with McCar- uh with um, Christian McCaffrey. What if the Niners put up, is 35 possible for San Francisco? And then they allow like some, you know, fourth quarter shenanigans and it's like 35-21 and that gets the job done? Can, can a can a score of 56 win the week for highest scoring game? Or do, do we need you like... You could
4: get one of those funky weeks. Yeah,
5: yeah that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that would be possible. Mm-hmm. Another
4: injury for the Niners on defense yesterday. Yes. Barrett out for the I, year now. My God. And with the low, the favorite, Denver... And uh, Tennessee five to one. Houston, the Giants plus five fifty. What do you think of this New Orleans Pittsburgh game? I have no feel there.
5: I wanted. I'm glad that you brought that up, because couldn't could that game go either way,
4: where that, it's yes I, that's, it's 16, that's interesting, 13 yeah. or
5: it could be like 31-28?
4: Yeah. Turnover. Well, you have two. Well, New Orleans has the worst turnover margin. That's right. And uh, they're at second, and well, they might be ahead now at the game Monday night. Most turnovers in the league, and Pickett's got what eight interceptions already. So that could be you get points off the quarterback mistakes. How about Cowboys Packers? Nine to one, lowest scoring game.
5: Packers now could riddled be. with injuries on defense, but they're not going to do much against yeah. this Cowboys offense anyway. Yep. I also don't see many points, and that total is ticked okay.
4: down to forty and a half. I don't see many points how, in the Colts Raiders. How game. about teams? How about high low for teams? Now this is this is the big one. These have cash too, with the high low. And, and especially the uh the low thats keeps coming in Chicago's 50 to one this is fewest points by a team Las Vegas is 40 Dallas is 35. Detroit's 30. I could still see that though you're talking about the lowest scoring
5: low team. score yeah low again on the road yeah the first time they did this their offense was humming along went to New England shut out 29 nothing
4: Ram's 28 to one Jacksonville oh,
5: 14. That can happen. Yep. The Rams, 28 to 1 for
4: lowest scoring. 28 to 1. Jacksonville, 14. Arizona, 13. And then the high, if you want to get nuts, Minnesota, 45. Chargers, 45. Pitts. Take a shot on Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. 45 to 1. Why not? Again, off the bye. Colts are yeah. 60. Houston's 90. Denver, 70. Packers are 50. Highest scoring team of the week. I love these props. You want to take a shot with Denver? Denver. What, what were they? 70 to 1? They're
5: 70 to 1. That might be worth some uh, pizza money. Can they get to thirty?
4: I mean, they average fifteen a game. That's,
1: That's
5: yeah, a but big they, ask. They, they can go out again. This is I think people are expecting Russell Wilson to play his second best game of the year um, after the Raiders, and if he does that, then yeah, then they can score thirty and be in the mix. It is time now for the uh, pro tip of the hour. We do these every hour, and they're available for subscribers at vcin.com. Everybody focuses on post-bye week numbers. But don't forget, there's something there with uh, pre bye week trends. You can factor those into your handicap as well. We talked about that with the Seahawks earlier. I mean, they are 11-0 and straight up and 9-2 and ATS in their last 11 pre bye week games under Pete Carroll. And uh, that factors into their game against the Buccaneers this weekend. It's followed the money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. More of the Sunday Slate coming up next. Three teams qualify for an angle hitting around 75% after the buy since 2015. We'll tell you what that is. And also our buddy Adam Chernoff coming up in about 35 minutes. His best bets for the week in the NFL. All to come here and Follow the Money. It's VSEN, the Sports Betting Network.
0: Zumo Play.